Hello and welcome to the Fit and Fab podcast. With Kinga and Tyra. Yes, how are you? I'm really good, thank you. How are you? I am good. Back in Dublin, I've had my eyebrows microbladed. Do you know what? I was literally going to reply to one of your stories saying, (laughs) oh my God, your eyebrows look perfect. I don't know why I didn't. I think I was busy or something, but I just looked at you and I was like, oh my God, you look incredible. But then I should have told you that. it's such a weird it's such a weird thing isn't it because yeah I I I booked this microblading appointment it was like in one of the first lockdowns that is how (laughs) long it's been these bloody eyebrows because I booked it and then obviously there were like three or four lockdowns weren't there so (laughs) and then eventually I was actually going to have it but then Sahat and I booked to go to the Lake District and obviously when you get them done you're not allowed sweating you're not allowed getting them wet of course It's, it's quite it's quite the palaver but hey they've been done and I'll be going back to England in six weeks time again to have them like you have to do a top up. So these yeah. eyebrows, honestly. <laughs> oh, dear. That's good. Um, do you know what? I can't. And I need to mention this on the podcast. I just can't believe Tyra. Do you know what she did today? She got a lift from England to Dublin. Like her bro- boyfriend gave her a lift. Do you know how? By a flipping plane. I'm done. I'm done. She, she, you know, just casually like my boyfriend's flying me back home. Honestly, no, it's just, no it's big just deal. Perks. It's the perks of going out with a pilot. And he wasn't even scheduled for that flight. He was just oh. like, "Oh, I'll do it for you." And I was like, "Okay, oh. <laughs> get used to that." That's so sweet. Like, do you get like nice seats as well in the in the on the plane? No. <laughs> It, it's all it all seems very glamorous but he works for Ryanair and I'm not gonna bash them or anything <laughs> but there's no it is what it is and you don't get any special discount but then again I only paid 30 quid return okay and both of the flights were 30 quid so I'm like in fairness it's That's fine okay. there's, there's there's definitely no like first class or anything it's like this is your seat you will sit there yeah <laughs> okay. No, but that's so cool, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is quite, it is really surreal because, I mean, we've been going out since we were like 18. So it's very, very normal for me now to see him fly on a plane. But then (laughs) I think, and I'm like, actually, that's probably not, it's probably not normal. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I've never been taken (laughs) by any boy. You need to set the bar high. People listening, the bar exactly. Don't settle. (laughs) Don't settle. (laughs) Well, if anyone wants a little episode on Tyra's love story, because I would love to tell the story, (laughs) let us know. We can record that. Well, I don't have anything to say. Listen to it. How can we wangle our way so it's like still fit and fab, but. It, because it's fab it's fab to date a pilot isn't it okay, maybe we can get him on although I'm not sure that would just be such a weird podcast oh, oh, I think it's fine but let us know let us know if you want to hear the little love story and um, so today we're going to talk about overwhelm aren't we we are indeed and I think this is again it it is definitely part of fitness but it's also 
just general life. And I think it's something that every single person deals with, no matter how much you might have your shit together. We all feel overwhelmed at times and that is totally, totally normal. Definitely. And I think it's just the matter of how to deal with this when it comes, because it's going to come. It always comes. Yep. <laughs> it's yep. just how to deal with it. So how would you say, what's, what's your best kind of tip for dealing with overwhelm? What's your, the first thing you do when you, when you have that feeling? Do you know, so even before I have this feeling, I think the biggest thing in general for most people that the the, the main reason they might not, they might be overwhelmed to start, I would say is because they, whatever they're doing, they come at it with a really rigid approach. And I think the more rigid you are, or the more control that you sort of try to give to something or the more control that you want to be in, it's I think that's like a recipe for overwhelm it's like no this is the way this is the only way I can do it because life is not like that we cannot plan everything down to a T like stuff is going to happen and I think you see it with dieting and exercise all the time for example and it, say you you've started I'm going to throw keto under the bus because you, you like <laughs> it's just the easiest one but say you're like, no, this is the only approach. I'm not allowed carbs. I have to stick to this high fat, low carb diet. And then as soon as maybe you slip up and then you start overthinking it and you get overwhelmed and because you've broken a rule and then there's guilt and then all of these negative feelings start coming up. Whereas I think if you've got a much more flexible approach, so you know you know what your goal is, you can keep that in mind, but just knowing that, if you need to just give yourself space to live a bit or quote unquote fall off the wagon, this sort of thing. So yeah, I, I think that's where most people slip up initially. And I think another one would be probably putting yourself sort of so high, like putting your expectations really high. Yeah. So again, all or nothing, because yeah. so say if you have a really busy week, like one of my clients is getting married in a couple of weeks, uh, end of the month. Um, and she's busy. <laughs> she has a full-time job. She does all those things. And then she said, well, I just didn't have time to do all my work. And I was like, that's fine. Yeah. Just prioritize. So if you don't have time, even if you don't have time to go to the gym at all, that's fine. If you have time for one session, that's fine. But then you can still control so many variables. So like, you can still make sure you hit some steps throughout the day. You can still make sure you do a little bit of stretching, a few squats, anything to get your body moving. You can still make sure you have your fruit and veg. You can still make sure you have your water. So there's still so many things you can do. So don't worry about the gym session you, you miss. So you're going to miss like three workouts one week. Oh, 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 well, like nothing's going to happen. Or if you miss one or, or two, or however many you're going to miss, it doesn't really matter. Like, a lot of people used to freak like now I don't know as many people self-isolating but people used to freak out when they were self-isolating oh I'm missing yeah. the gym again everything's just reopened well it's 10 days like I understand we've been in lockdowns for a long time but it's 10 days of your life like nothing's gonna happen exactly and it, it, it that as well comes down to just being flexible not being adaptable, I guess, isn't it? And just kind of, instead of trying to control everything so much 
and almost being reactive it's you you can plan and you can have an idea of how you want things to go or how you want to get there but say something does come up or yeah you're, you're getting married and it's okay as well to go to be honest right now my priorities are xyz and that's where my energy needs to go and that's okay because in a couple of weeks time all of this would have died down and then I can shift my focus again it's not just throwing the towel in and being like I just can't do it I feel what really overwhelmed so I'm not going to do anything at all it's the same when people maybe start a they're like I feel super motivated I'm going to gym seven days a week and I'm going to start this diet but then as soon as they want miss one gym session it's like oh now I failed what do I do and they're completely overthinking instead of going I don't have time for an hour but I do have 15 minutes spare and even if that's in your living room doing a circuit of five exercises it's not like that doesn't count of course it counts I think we often it's kind of it comes back to that all or nothing which we've done a podcast on as well and that really feeds into the whole feeling of being overwhelmed as soon as you feel like you've failed yourself or fallen off the wagon so it's almost like no be realistic with yourself and just be adaptable to you to your approach yeah definitely and I'll say so I'll I want to talk about sort of the overwhelm that I'm experiencing so from my kind of point of view and what I struggle with is I take on probably a bit too much because I can do it it's fine it's fine um so I've got a very busy schedule and then sometimes when I realize how busy it is I get overwhelmed <laughs> so it's like you know when you just schedule things it's like yes 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 and they're like oh future shit me will love that yeah yes yeah. now I have to actually do it, it. <laughs> So that's what some, like, happens to me. And the best way I found to deal with that is to break my tasks down. So say if I know I have to write a 12 page essay in a four weeks time, it's like, yeah, but there are steps to it. Yeah. So I need to read the research paper. I need to understand the topic exactly what they are, want me to do. I need to look at the marking criteria and see how I can kind of make sure I score high on them yeah so it's breaking it down but when you think about it like oh I have to start the essay and it's like ah I don't know what to do but when I think oh I just need to read the research research paper and then write some notes on the question and what they actually want me to write about oh that's okay I can do that but once you've done it it's like a big part of that essay is done so the next time you sit to it it's like okay let me plan the structure of the essay so I make sure I hit my word count or whatever oh okay oh okay that's how it's gonna look and then let me write one page okay just another page or half a page whatever you can manage one sentence sometimes it's sometimes it's it's like I think it was ESG who was talking about just doing one press up because it yeah it doesn't matter technically but once you're there you're probably gonna do more (laughs) Exactly. It's it, even like your essay um, example that you've just given in like the title. And then it might be that you jot down a few a few bullet points and then you make it into sentences and then you've got a paragraph. It's just it's building blocks, isn't it? And I think the key to that is actually being present as well. So I don't know about you, but 
for me, when I find, if I'm experiencing overwhelm, it's usually because I'm looking forwards and my oh, mind yeah. is like, this is what I need to do, this, 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 but I don't have this. And then this, what if this happens? And you're living in the future, you're not actually being present. So I love your example of just breaking things down. And it's the same. So I had a question about someone who, um, they were quite new to the gym and they were just, their goal was to be in the squat rack because when you're new to the gym, you look at the squat rack and you're like, oh, that is terrifying. And they wanted to do a barbell squat with the barbell on their back. And it was like, okay. And she was like, I can't, I just can't. I just don't like, how will I ever get there? And it was like, you absolutely can. Can you do a squat? Yes, okay. Can you do a goblet squat maybe with a kettlebell? Yeah, I can absolutely do that. I do that in my program anyway. Okay, cool. And it might even be that you go into the squat rack and you don't load the bar up or use the lighter, the lighter bar and you put it on your back and you do a squat. It might be that you have a bench and you just squat onto the bench. And before you know it, give it time. And, you know, you, you've achieved what you thought that you was, was impossible or that the, the thing that you were getting overwhelmed about. So it's almost like taking the, just being present and just building on everything you've got instead of thinking or assuming that you are here and you've got to get to there. You don't need to do that in a day. But Definitely. And I, I coach squad in a very similar way. Oh, actually any lift. So I would sometimes take um, my clients to the studio mm. and um, we have those like small preloaded barbells, um, yeah. like 10, 15, 20. Mm. So until they do a bench press, a shoulder press, a squat, anything, if they can manage the 20 and they can manage three sets with the 20 for mm. their rep range, this is when we then graduate onto the squat rack. Because... Yeah. Because they know they can do the weight because they've done it. Yeah, so it's exactly. like, okay, I, I've pressed the 20. So it's not that, actually, it's not actually that heavy. That's fine. I've yeah. done it in the studio. So I can do it on the big bench press, can't I? Because I know I'm strong enough because sometimes it's just scary just to see that bar because it, it's, you know, it's 20 kilos, but in your head is like 50. <laughs> yeah, it, exactly. And I think, so with your example there as well, one of the keys to overcoming the overwhelm, I think, is having a really, really strong support system and yeah. just that reassurance. So you having everyone there and going, you've just done it. Like, it's it's just the setting that's changed. Of course you can do it. And then they're like, oh, yeah, no, okay, yeah. If, if you believe in me, then I guess I can believe in myself because we're often our biggest critics aren't we and we end up talking ourselves out of things but if you've got someone there who's like no no you're going to be fine and even if you did fail what's the worst that can happen it's just we get so caught up in our own heads but when we've got someone who's with us and is like no I'm I'm here with you and I'm going to hold you accountable and whatever happens I will be here to support you we get a bit braver don't we and we're like okay yeah I'll give it a go because I know I'll be fine yeah, definitely. And I think it's, <laughs> I'm talking to myself now as well. Don't be afraid to ask for help. <laughs> Don't be afraid to actually reach out and speak and tell someone you're overwhelmed because a lot of the time, like you said, it's in your head. 
right. and you're just being tough on yourself so when you say it out loud first of all sometimes when you just say it out loud you might like oh i'm being silly but if that doesn't help then your friend will tell you that <laughs> <laughs> you can always trust your friends <laughs> Exactly. So it's just reaching out and being honest and vulnerable and saying, like, not pretending, oh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Like, don't, how are you? I'm fine. Like, let it not be, you know, like a default response. Like, are you actually fine? Mm-hmm. Or, or is there anything going on? Because if there is, like, just say to your friend, like, yeah, I'm not feeling the best. Do you have time to have a little chat? Or should we, you know, schedule a little coffee another day so we can talk through it I'm sure your friend you know because sometimes you actually don't have the capacity to deal with other people's problems and mm-hmm. I very much dislike when people just throw the, their problems at you without almost asking permission not just permission but that <laughs> that's that simple like can we talk about it like do you have time to talk about it with me or should like or should we schedule it for another day or whatever because that little, are you actually available? It, it, it means a lot rather than just, you know, word vomit at you and be like, look, I'm barely holding myself together. How am I supposed to help you? And I think, I guess from the other person's point of view, they would want, if they're your actual friend, they would want to be in a position where they can actually give you the time as well. And give exactly. you 100%. So yeah, I totally see where you're coming from there for sure. And I think... A good way of reframing as well. So there's talking through it, but then there's also writing stuff down or just being almost disconnecting. Because I think a lot of the time we just take our thoughts for fact. So actually stepping back and going, as soon as those thoughts enter your mind, going, is this thought or is it fact? And is this thought actually helpful? So, you know, can is it true can I prove that it's actually true or is it just a random thought because so often we're like oh this person looked at me this way and this must mean this and it's like hang on a sec how do you know that they weren't you know that they've just got a resting bitch face or something you don't know that you have no idea they could have been thinking about something and that look wasn't even directed at you or if someone made a passing comment and it's you don't that could have been their last thing that just made them snap so taking a step back and just trying to almost rationalize it in your head and not just get carried away with your thoughts because as soon as you get carried away with your thoughts it's like a uh, it's like a snowball and then it turns into something and you end up stressing about something that the first thing that entered your mind, they're not even related, but you've made this huge story in your head. And I'm, I'm talking from experience because I have a lot of experience in doing this and I have had people and they're like, but how do you know that? And I'm like, uh, cause, cause I, I just do. And it's like, do you, <laughs> how do you know that? So yeah, having people challenge you as well, or you can even do this by yourself by journaling and just going through, going through that. Um, but I also think sometimes overwhelm isn't necessarily a bad thing because say in terms of the gym, if you're feeling overwhelmed, it's probably because you're doing something new or you're pushing your comfort zones, which is a good it's thing good. because we can get really, really comfortable and not change and not adapt to anything but 
like like we said with the with the squat rack you could be doing the already the the barbells that already have the weight on or whatever but then you're never going to progress and yeah I think overwhelm can be a good thing as well it's just your mindset isn't it it's the way that you view the overwhelm yeah that's true and uh, it's really hard but we don't always have to feel comfortable yeah 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 I totally agree you've almost got to say how is this actually going to benefit me so the thing that's overwhelming me or the thing that's scaring me if I do it what 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 might come from that because we're so good at going I'm scared of doing this because this might happen and look at the negatives and it's almost like okay but what if that doesn't happen and what if you actually grow from it what if you learn something what if you meet new people and something that I've actually started doing with myself is like okay what is the absolute worst case scenario what is the worst case scenario and this probably isn't a good thing for everyone but for me it's like what is the worst thing I can think of okay is that really that bad and also realistically will that happen no it's not that bad I've made it this far through life so I'll probably be all right anyways and if that does happen I've got to support and you always start talking yourself out of it it's like speaking to yourself in third person and as though you're speaking to a friend. So if a friend was like, I'm feeling really overwhelmed about this, you'd be like, okay, let's look at this rationally. And it's just, yeah, taking yourself out of the equation. Yeah, definitely. And speak to your friends, honestly. I know I've said it already and I'm repeating myself a little bit, but speak to your friends. They are, they honestly, or speak to yourself. Mm-hmm. either way either way it's fine speak to your friends speak to yourself make sure you actually are analyzing what's in your head and not just take it for a fact like it's almost like taking it as it is like oh I, i'm thinking this so it must be true well is it is it actually how do and you know how do you and, and then you know with like the bad out well bad outcomes Mm. I love this analogy and it actually once it stuck it helped me get through really tough times in my life and it's you know when you think for example when your relationship breaks down and you break up and you still love them and all that but and you think that oh the door has closed but actually a million doors have opened yes that were closed to you before so if something doesn't go your way it's just one door. It's it's not, you know what I mean? The door hasn't closed. Like, don't think about that one, one little door that has closed. Yeah. Think about, like, think about all the things you soon will be doing because you have all that spare time on your hands, because you will put yourself in more situations, because you're going to meet people, because you meet people all the time. You have no idea who's going to come into your life. Like, if we have the podcast next month, I probably would have met like hundreds of new people by yeah. then. Yeah. Jamie, like you, you have no idea what's going to happen. No idea. Like if you asked me, I don't know, two, well, two years ago, no, three years ago, that I'm going to be in Manchester finishing my physiotherapy degree, moving to a new city when I don't know anyone, I'll tell you, you're insane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not moving up north. 
like you know what I mean it's like so many things like I've I've never even thought that I'll be doing I'm doing now and it's not even been that long (laughs) but it's almost trusting yourself and giving yourself proof or evidence that you can actually do hard things exactly because a lot of the time we tear ourselves down and we don't do things out of fear. And I think fear and overwhelm are quite closely linked because we're, fe- we, we, we're scared of failing or we don't want to do something wrong. But again, worst case scenario, so, so what? So what? What are you actually afraid of? Is it judgment from other people? Because I can tell you that other people don't, that they care about themselves. And if they are commenting, and I said this on the podcast before, like if they are commenting on something you're doing, it's it, it's an insecurity in them or that like if, if you're judging other people, no, if you're afraid of being judged, then who are you judging sort of thing? Oh, and yes, 100%. You just grow so much more when you stop attaching other people's values and other people's perceptions of you who cares what they think of you is none of your business and I know James Smith or um he mentioned in one of his books and it was like seeing a rock and picking it up and being like how much does this weigh I need to know what it weighs and that's like people's opinion of you and it's almost like you don't why why do you need to know that it's irrelevant what is that what does that rock in your garden or on the street why do you need to know how much it weighs? Why, why do you need to know what they're saying or thinking about you? It doesn't matter if, if they are talking down or judging you or mocking you or whatever. Do you really want them in your life? Probably not. They're probably not even worth your time. Definitely. So just taking a step back and taking it for what it is. And again, not being just being okay and being flexible with whatever the outcome may be but building that self-belief because ultimately you are your most important relationship and if you don't have that belief in yourself no one else is going to believe in you and no one else is going to do the stuff for you so just feel the overwhelm and just do it anyways and realize that everyone feels feels you're feeling you know what I mean everyone gets overwhelmed you're not alone like it's just the ability of do it anyway like you've just said like even the the greatest kind of um of people people you look up to they will be stressed they will be overwhelmed they will have problems but they just learned over the years to do it anyway yeah and some like today actually I've had a for our catch up with my best mate <laughs> however she is studying to be a counselor so um she told me she got like um she had her lesson on like anxiety and stuff like that it was actually performance anxiety but it, it's kind of related isn't it because it's anxiety stopping you from actually doing something or like so she said to me that it's highly connected with our ability to because we're gonna so say if you have to present you're gonna have to do it anyway Mm. so the more times you do it that anxiety gets kind of weaker almost you can't feel it as much because you've proved to yourself it's bad but the more you avoid the higher the anxiety will be so the anxiety is very much linked to avoidance so if you're avoiding something you're gonna that anxiety will keep growing 
because you've not proved yourself that you can do it that is such do you know that is such a good point so I have this really irrational fear um around driving so I only got my driver's license when I was like 23 because I was always putting it off and it comes it stems from so my mum was a super super nervous driver and that kind of rubbed off on me and I just I wouldn't get in the car I would get every time if I knew I had to drive somewhere I would get sweaty palms my heart would race I'd get in the car and I'd almost like I it's it's just irrational because it's not like I've ever been in a touch wood or I'm very lucky that I've never been in a massive car accident or anything it was just this fear of driving and we when we moved to to Ireland um we hired a car and Sahat was like you're you're doing all the driving and I was like I can't I can't he's like why you have your license why can you not drive and I was like I just I, I can't I can't go on motorways and he was like but why though? And he did give me a lot of tough love and I thank him for it now, but at the time I could have killed him. But <laughs> I did, we hired the car and I was driving on the motorway. I was driving in the middle of the city. We drove up to, to Wicklow to like the mountains and stuff. And it was freaking terrifying, but I did it. And each time I got in the car after that, it was like, I, I don't, but that anxiety and the overwhelm just reduced and reduced and reduced because I'd proven to myself that I, that I could do it. And we could use the example in the gym as well. The first time you go, you're probably going to be like, everyone's looking at me. What do I do? Do I look silly? What, how do I use this machine? But then the more you do it, the more you use the machine, the more you show up for yourself, you're building that identity and you're like, no, I, I can do this. And before you know it, after you've been going regularly, you're like, this is, you almost don't really understand what you were getting overwhelmed or worried about because it's just so normal. So yeah, it's that building that self-belief and that trust in yourself that you can absolutely over overcome things and you can overcome the overwhelm. And it kind of, the more you push yourself out of your comfort zone, the more you will realize that that anxiety only reduces. So you will know that, yeah, and kind of acknowledge, yeah, I'm anxious about going to the gym. But next time I'll probably be that 1% less anxious. Yes. So I'll probably never going to be as anxious as I am today. Unless I put it off for another year. Oh, that and then is I will, such a good point. Yeah, and then I will keep getting anxious. And what's, what, what my best friend said, and that just, oh, I love her so much, honestly. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. Um, what she said to me is you're pr- like when you you know when you have to give a presentation and I was always the person who used to present last and even if you've noticed on all the business reviews I always <laughs> kind of go last because I still do it <laughs> but what she said to me is you are prolonging the state of anxiety by doing so yeah because you know you're gonna have to do it anyway yeah. why do you prolong the state of anxiety it's not good for you so you just like if you go I'm not telling you to go first but go second third whatever the sooner you go the 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 shorter that anxiety period will be which is awesome and you're gonna have to do it anyway so just do it (laughs) such a good point it's almost is it worth prolonging by putting things off or waiting to start or not taking action because you're scared of something 
you're just going to feel stuck and that's going to lead to frustration, which is then it's going to, you're going to build it up in your head so much more. You're going to make this thing that's not even big. You're going to make it even bigger than it is. And you're just prolonging your suffering almost because you're yep. worried about it. And then you're worried that you're putting it off and then it's getting bigger and bigger. And then, yeah, you, you just, you're just building up and you're prolonging that anxiety that you're feeling rather than just doing it. And then even if it, say you do it and it doesn't go how you planned, I honestly don't think that's a bad thing. You can always reframe it and go, okay, that didn't work, but why? Because then once you know why, you can try it again, but tweak it, but do something different. And that's how, that's how we grow, isn't it? That's how we get better at things. Because no one tries something for the first time and nails it. No, yeah. no one does that. It's just rinse and repeat and then yeah the overwhelm sort of dissipates because it becomes a bit more familiar yeah and what I would say um as well when you've done it and let's say in your head you've failed or whatever or you didn't go to plan whatever you want to tell yourself you can kind of then think well it's probably never going to be worse and I survived it (laughs) so it will only really get better <laughs> because that was a really rubbish presentation all day all my days I I don't know you know I was stuttering throughout I did this 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 well I don't think I'm gonna have a worse performance in my life so <laughs> tick off the list you know it's only gonna get better so actually I survived this I'm gonna survive it next time as well exactly exactly it's just proving to yourself that you can do it. And I think something that's so important as well is just if you if you were living in line with your values, so say you know what you want in life, you know why you want your goals, then if you are making all of your decisions and yeah, you might feel overwhelmed and you might feel a bit anxious and you might feel nervous, but if you are making decisions based on what you want, what your values are, what's important, even if it doesn't go to plan, you won't have that regret because it's like in the moment, that's exactly what I wanted. It was the right decision at the time. Okay, reflect. Maybe this is why it didn't work. Fine, it's right as you go on, that sort of thing. It's If you're living in line with your values, even if it's a big step, maybe it's something in business or putting yourself first for a promotion and you've, there's a lot that needs to be done. If if business or if making money or if you know if this is important to you and then all of the decisions that go hand in hand in that that that, that, that's fine that that's important to you so I think as long as you as long as your actions are in line with your goals and your values then it's going to be worth it and you'll make the right decisions you'll make the right choices because I think a lot of the time we're overwhelmed because it's like is this the right choice what what if what if what if this is not the right choice but if you're living in line with your values even if maybe it wasn't at the time it was and again being present in that present moment you did what you had to do and that's fine 
I think, yeah, I think being present is honestly the answer for most of your problems. <laughs> yeah. I think <laughs> it is for most of my problems. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I think it's being present, but also realizing what you can and can't control. So I did a post on this and I actually saw it. Something useful came from TikTok, but um, <laughs> it was one of the SAS guys, not Aunt, Aunt Middleton, probably the less famous one, or the, the less good looking one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but he was saying if you're overwhelmed write a list of all of the things be specific so the list write a list of things that you are anxious overwhelmed or worried about cross out the things that you cannot control and that will leave you with a list of things that you can control and then figure out what needs to be done to achieve those and I think that was like oh my goodness that is so true because again a lot of the time we are so stressed and overwhelmed about things that we literally, like, we can't do anything. So, for example, uh, climate change. I mean, there are probably small things that we can do, like we can recycle and that sort of, we can use less water, blah, blah, blah. That, that's fine. You can control those things. But the big outcome, you on your own, you can't control it. So park it. It's not useful. Again, is, is this a useful thought? Is it fact? Is it thought? And just deal with things that way instead of just blowing things out of proportion. Exactly. So I'll give my, well, I've, you've probably heard me speak about this so many times, but I do struggle with the fact that I've put on weight over the months, year or whatever, however long. And whenever I find myself giving myself a hard time for it, I kind of just say, well, it is what it is, isn't it? It's like, I'm not just going to chop it all off in one go. What I can't do is change it before tomorrow. But what I can do is make sure I go on my walk. It's make sure I go and train, make sure I have my protein, make sure I have my veggies and fruit. That's what I can do. I can't just, you know, undo all those things, you know, that I did that led me to, putting on weight which we won't get into but you know I can't change that before tomorrow it is what it is it's fine it's like it is it is what it is like it's not even good or bad it's just is what it is I love it I love it so much it is what it is <laughs> and it's leaving things in the past because can you change it no so that's fine worrying, worrying about it it's just you're you're not living in the moment. It's you 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 can impact what happens going forwards, but you can't change what already happened. So exactly, and see so like- that you're spending. Oh, why did I do this? Why did I do that? I hate myself for doing this. That's not useful. That's not going to change no. anything. And you're just beating yourself up. And yeah, it, it's just it's not going to help you in any way. I think it's about being proactive and changing your mindset and just not being so hard on yourself all the time and you would never expect your friend to be perfect at absolutely everything they do so why is that any different for you why do you have to get things right the first time every time it's just ridiculous we we set such high expectations of ourselves and I think we're impatient as well and we don't realize that I think a lot of the time people, and I always talk about this client because she absolutely smashed it, but she had a lot of weight to lose, like over 20 kgs. And again, it was like, 
how I, I just can't I, I don't want to do anything because it's going to take too long and it's like what you said break it down what the, the it seems so tiny and ins, insignificant the small steps but then once you get into the flow of it and once you start celebrating the small wins and your consistency you build up that trust in yourself and that motivation and you overcome things that you didn't think you could so it's just acknowledging that things take time but that's okay that that's absolutely fine there's there's no rush and just knowing that things will get uncomfortable but that probably means you're growing so it's probably a good thing it's yeah, just don't worry you've got the time it will pass anyway so you might as well be working towards your goal rather than um one of my friends this was during the pandemic and I was actually getting overwhelmed and she said to me the only way out is through and you will get through it and I was like I need to put that on my wall (laughs) (laughs) literally literally. yeah it was yeah you you will get through it you you've overcome absolutely everything in life up until this point yep you're gonna get through this as well it might love this it might seem bigger than you but you've always you've always done it you've always got got it done you've always made it through you've probably dealt with worse yeah just don't remember it now because it's fine because you've dealt with it and we do do this thing don't we where we almost forget how bad like say you're in pain like with our tattoos right we both have tattoos in that moment you're like what the hell this hurts (laughs) so much I remember my rib one and I remember lying there and I was like why the hell I'm not doing this again I actually do I think this might be it now did I go get more yes I did and I got another one and then I got it removed as well and it probably won't be my last one but do you know what I mean like we almost forget the extent of the pain that we were in so you you can absolutely if you are feeling overwhelmed you can get through this so whatever you are putting off just do it this is us telling you right now you go and do it (laughs) now now off you go (laughs) see you later alligator (laughs) well we hope that was helpful to you and we hope you got some nice nice value nice value words nice value (laughs) yeah you got some value from it um nice or not nice hope you got some value from it and if you want to find tyra on instagram then go and follow at tyra greenwood underscore pt is that right yes Yes. (laughs) absolutely and if you want to follow kinga on instagram it's kinga Oh God, I don't actually know your Instagram handle off by heart. Ha, so, so Kinga at Fulminate Fitness. No, 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 it's not. That's my email. <laughs> that's my email. <laughs> See, I don't even know my Instagram handle because I've changed it because it had my last name in it. So, and then I just got tired of spelling it every time. So I just changed it to Kinga underscore Fulminate Fitness. Kinga at Fulminate Fitness is my email. <laughs> Again, if you fancy emailing me, you can <laughs> amazing but yeah go and do it guys and we will catch you next week see you later Bye.